This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Donald Trump says tariffs on goods coming into the United States aren't going anywhere. Speaking to reporters today at the White House, Trump says the tariffs could stay on as an enforcement tactic in trade talks with China. No, we're not talking about removing them. We're talking about leaving them for a substantial period of time because we have to make sure that if we do the deal with China, that China lives by the deal because they've had a lot of problems living by certain deals and we have to make sure. Trump says U.S. negotiators are headed back to China soon. But we're getting along with China very well. President Xi is a friend of mine. The deal is coming along nicely. We have our top representatives going there this weekend to further the deal. But no, we have, we're taking in billions and billions of dollars right now in tariff money. And for a period of time, that will stay. Earlier this week, USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney said negotiators needed more time to complete a deal and push the window into next month. Farm ground is still a pricey investment. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Land prices remain steadily high despite low commodity prices and low farm income. Randy Dickhut is Senior Vice President of Real Estate Operations at Farmers National Company. Dickhut says land values have surprised many in the ag sector, because values haven't dropped off very much. We have the low interest rates, that's for one. Big boost to it. We have a low supply of land for sale. One of the problems that put a bottom in the land market in the uh, mid-80s was there's just a lot of land forced on the market. Mm -hmm. And I think lenders have been uh, very good in this run-up of the higher land values to only lend a certain limit, or a certain amount and have done an extremely good job of staying to that. He also says there's buying interest in the land. There are well-capitalized farmers and ranchers that are buying land. Uh, there is more of the outside institutional or private investor as an individual buying land that creates enough demand to take care of the lower supply of land for sale. Dick Hutt spoke at AgriPulse's Ag and Food Policy Summit Monday. He adds there's been some behind-the-scenes purchases from local investors to help farmers with cash flow, but doesn't anticipate times to be like the 1980s. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Flooding in the western Corn Belt has been in the news for the last week, and a USDA meteorologist says it might stay that way. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says warm temperatures and precipitation are in the forecast. As we head into late March and into early April, it does look like the active weather pattern that we've really become accustomed to through the winter and early spring will ramp back up, and we are expecting above normal temperatures and precipitation across the majority of the country. Greatest likelihood of warm weather will be in the east and California. California into the southwest, whereas above normal precipitation is expected nearly coast to coast from California to the Atlantic seaboard. Just a couple areas expecting below normal precipitation between March 26th and April 1st. Those areas will be the Pacific Northwest, primarily western Washington, and a little sliver of the Rio Grande Valley stretching from southern New Mexico into southern Texas. He says that will continue to stress an already soaked region. Now, we are continuing to watch a number of tributaries of the middle Missouri running very high, and it is going to take considerable time for things to return to normal. A big point in all this is we've had so many miles of levees breached and broken that repairs are just going to get underway in the next few weeks. So we've got a long period of time where we do have additional vulnerability for some of these communities where any future storms could result in additional flooding as we just don't have the defenses that we normally have heading into the spring months. It's not just the Missouri River Basin feeling the impact. 
We also have high water that continues to run down through parts of the upper Mississippi Valley. We do see some rather extensive flooding also going on as you move into southern Wisconsin, northern and western Illinois, the remainder of Iowa, and even into the southern reaches of Minnesota. All that water also working its way down through the system, and some of that water will eventually converge in the middle Mississippi Valley, and we'll have to keep an eye on that, especially if future storms drop significant precipitation across that region. We are also still watching high water levels in the lower Mississippi Basin, and that was from a heavy rain that fell in February and early March, now just working its way down through places like Mississippi and Louisiana. Damages from last week's flooding and snowfall are expected to climb over $1 billion. That's all for today's Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.